Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Toddcast, The Teacher Podcast, an informative podcast that explores a variety of teaching and educational experiences while still offering insights into improving and upskilling teachers. Join your host, Todd Broadbent, as he explores the wide and varied lives of educators from every sector, exploring fundamental concepts that are pivotal to good teaching, while also discussing the lighter side of the educational sector. Welcome to the Toddcast, the teacher podcast. For the 26th episode of the Toddcast, the teacher podcast, I had the privilege of interviewing a close mate and colleague in Joe Hartney. Joe is into his sixth year of teaching and is currently teaching a grade three, four class. Joe has taught both in the junior and senior area during his career to date. Joe is also a huge driver of our school's social committee, which is focused on staff wellbeing, social events and functions and building staff morale. Throughout this episode, Joe will be sharing his educational journey, the reason why he decided to become a teacher, teaching tips and musts in the senior primary area, the importance of having a social committee and having social functions in your school, social events and functions we have done in our school, the importance of staff, well-being and morale for the culture of your school, advice for graduates and student teachers and so much more. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Toddcast, the Teacher Podcast. How are you? Hello, Todd. I'm very well, thanks. And how are you? I'm very good. Thanks for asking. It's uh, it's great to have you on the Toddcast, Joe. I feel like it's a long time coming having you on the podcast. Um, yeah, well, as you know, Todd, I've been asked probably every second week by you, but I've always had, you know, some other podcasts to do or something better on. But finally, you've worn me down and, and here we are. Well, it is great to have you on and I'm looking forward to having a bit of a chat with you, talking about your teaching career and then also looking at the uh, social committee and all the stuff that we do there. So I'm looking forward to having a chat with you today. Sure. Sounds good, Todd. Awesome. Well, we'll get underway. Do you have a highlight of the day, Joe? My highlight of the day today, Todd, just coming into work of a Monday and just chatting with the staff, I think, in the staff room. I've got a lot of really close relationships there um, and... I think just catching up with people about their weekends, whether it was weekend sport or just things they were doing out and about just from outside their their school life. It's always something that um, I think makes the day a lot easier on a Monday. Um, sometimes can be a little bit hard after a weekend to come to come to work, but seeing all the people that you're uh, so close with, it, it always makes it easier. Yeah, beautiful. Love that. And uh, going back to when you were a student, what were you like? This may surprise some people, but I was actually very well behaved as a student, Todd. Um, I think probably having two parents who were both teachers growing up, they always valued teachers very highly. So if I was ever in trouble, I knew that um, they were going to to make sure they made it right. So I think I just made sure I did the right thing and and just uh, kept my head down. Beautiful. That, that, that actually does surprise me a little bit, Joe. So there you go. <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> And do you have a favourite moment from school? I had a bit of a think about this and I think just probably later later high school, maybe year nine to, to sort of to year 12, just made some some good friends and just looking forward to seeing them each day um, and they're people I'm still really close with today and I'm still consider some of my best friends. So just uh, seeing them day to day and a lot of stories that I'm sure we could, we could talk about here till the cows come home, but uh, I won't bore you with them tonight. 
I guess as you're kind of talking about though, that yeah, that kind of makes you want to keep going to school and catching up with your mates and doing the sporting things or catching up with them in class as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's it's something that I value highly. Yeah, good relationships, good friendships, and um it makes life pretty easy. Yeah, beautiful. And then now can you tell me about yourself, how long you've been teaching for, and yeah, what you're currently doing as well. Sure. So this is my sixth year. Um, I've been at the same at the same school obviously as you for the last for the last six years um, and I did four years in grade one two my first four years and I've been in three four the past two years. Beautiful and have you enjoyed being able to bounce between different areas? Uh, yes I have I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do when I first got into teaching but and and I wasn't really sure how I'd go teaching kids as young as grade one two but I really did enjoy it um, and I've really uh, enjoyed three four the last couple of years, just having kids who are a little bit, a little bit more independent um, and having a little bit more time to myself to work with those kids who who do need a little bit more guidance. Yeah, excellent. And I guess uh, going back a little bit as well, you did do uh, teaching rounds at our school as well. Do you think that helped you prior to getting the job at uh, our school? Did you think that helped you having teaching rounds as well? Yeah, I think it definitely did. I was lucky enough to uh, be placed with the great Rebecca Kingsman who I'm sure a lot of your listeners have, have heard about, heard a lot about, and she's still still there today. So um, having, I guess, that that relationship with Beck, and also meeting you when I was on teaching rounds and then I think you got me back a few times while I was in my later years of uni to uh, help out with some of the gym program and cricket days and things like that. I guess just it just helps having that foot in the door and knowing a few staff already. Yeah, beautiful. And so what was the reason that you decided that you wanted to be a teacher, Joe? Uh, To be honest, it was always something that was in the back of my mind uh, going through high school. I was never someone who knew exactly what they wanted to do, even, um, you know, until probably even going through year 12, I still wasn't 100% sure. I always knew that was going to be probably my first first preference, the phys ed and health course that I ended up doing. But I think it was always probably in the back of my mind just because, like I said earlier, both my parents are, are teachers and a lot of auntie and uncles, cousins. Um, so I just thought, um, well, if they can do it, how hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. But yeah, I think um, I'm a little bit similar. Like I had my mum teaching as well. And I reckon that's where my passion came from. I did have like a couple of teachers as well that I really loved. And I thought, oh, this would be a great career to do. So I can see where you're coming from, from the, the family aspect of it as well. Yep, for sure. And then did you have any teachers throughout your schooling that inspired you? I can't say that there's one that springs to mind, but I was always very lucky um, going through the public schooling system, as you know, which I'm uh, a huge advocate for. I think I did. I can't really say that I had a bad teacher at all through that whole time, um, which made my experience really easy. And yeah, to all those teachers out there who are listening at the moment. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. And then with your current career as it is, Joe, what's been your greatest challenge as a teacher so far? My greatest challenge would possibly be, uh, I guess, at the start of a new year, dealing with students you're unfamiliar with um, in regards to behaviour management. It's always a little bit of a rocky road while you get started and, and before you start to build the relationship and the rapport with those kids. It can always be a little bit challenging at the start, but um, it's something that, you know, I've I've overcome and lived to tell a tale thus far. <laughs> but no, you are right. That uh, 
normally those first couple of months are pretty challenging. The kids get need to get to know you, but then uh, you also need to get to know the students and what makes them tick or what doesn't get them to tick as well. So uh, I totally understand how you would be feeling in that regard. Yeah, exactly right. And then do you have a proudest moment as a teacher? Uh, it probably almost relates to my greatest challenges um, that I spoke about just now. Probably when you see those kids who, who can be quite challenging um, and you, you do build those relationships, you know, later in the first term and throughout the rest of the year, just seeing the progress they can make. And it's always hard. You, you sort of get a kid to where you, you'd like them to be um, and, and they're comfortable with you and then, and then you pass them on. But probably the proudest moment would, would have to be just, yeah, forming great relationships with, with those difficult kids and, and just making sure that they're enjoying their time at school and, and getting all they can out of it. Yeah, beautiful answer. And I think from me knowing you for the last six years, that would be, have to be one of your huge strengths as a teacher is that ability to, to build really positive uh, relationships with all your students, both your challenging ones and um, all the other students in the class as well. I think you do a wonderful job in that. So yeah, credit to you. Well, thank you, Todd. The same to you as well. Thanks, mate. So as you were talking about before and we were mentioning before, you've taught in the junior area and then the senior area now. Uh, did you have to change your teaching style or your knowledge when you moved from grade one, two to three, four at all? Uh, I wouldn't really say my knowledge changes much. Probably just looking into the, you know, into the grade three, four curriculum a little bit more before I started um, as I was, I guess I became fairly comfortable in grade one, two after four years with what the requirements were and pro probably just thinking about how to extend some of those those higher kids past the grade three or four curriculum was something that I had to look into a little bit but I think other than that really uh, it, it, it's been fairly similar other than what I said before about how those three or four students have a bit more independence and can get to work a little bit more independently than, than maybe some of the one twos. Yeah excellent and would you feel you've obviously had because you've been in one, two, and then you've moved into three, four. So you've had some students uh, a couple of times, maybe one or two times throughout your career so far. Have you enjoyed those opportunities to reteach students again? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think in my class this year, I, I, I've taught almost half of them before, um, which makes it a little bit easier in a way to know how they operate. And, and like you said before, what makes them tick and what makes them not tick. So it, it does make it a little bit easier. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's always good to to teach new students because you never really know what they're going to bring good or bad generally you'd hope it'd be good but if it is bad we cross those bridges when we come to them <laughs> yeah unfortunately it can't always be uh smooth sailing there's always a few up and down days that's for sure exactly right and then i guess you've uh moved around a little bit you haven't been in the same spot for your whole career so far do you think it's important for teachers to kind of move around and teach in different areas and with different staff members as well uh, definitely. Um, I think uh, my sixth year this year, I've only been across two year levels, but I've had, I think, six team leaders, a different team leader every year in those six years. And, and that's something that's been really advantageous to me, just seeing, uh, I guess, different leaders and their, and their leadership styles and, and working with a, with a magnitude of different staff has been something that, you know, you learn, learn from along the way. And yeah, I'm really appreciative to, to that, have that that opportunity yeah wonderful i'm sure we'll see you uh being a team leader very soon mate uh you never know maybe down the track we'll see what happens todd <laughs> beautiful and do you have some uh key kind of teaching tips or musts uh when you're teaching in the grade three four area at the moment joe um i think just 
building those relationships would be the first thing I'd say. And I think having a good mix between being, I guess, you know, having a bit of a joke with the kids, but also knowing when the work needs to be done and having that relationship with them that you can sort of, you know, switch that on and off as long as the the boundaries are in place first. I'm not really a massive fan of the the uh, expression about, you know, being, you know, a bit more of a hard teacher until, until Easter. I think that, you know, you should be fairly consistent throughout the whole year, but just, yeah, I, I love having a bit of a, a bit of a joke and a bit of banter with some of the kids at school. And as long as they know when to, you know, not take it too far, I haven't had any issues with that just yet. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, adds to the relationship that you can build with the students, as you're kind of mentioning there, if you, if you don't open yourself up telling them about you and having a bit of a laugh and a joke, you're not going to get it back from them. So I think that only helps with the relationship building. Exactly right. And I think it, it helps them, you know, build a little bit more respect for you and, and they see you as, you know, an actual person, not just someone who's there to, to dictate the classroom. Yeah. And I think the important thing is the kids aren't silly. They know the ones that do care about them and want to build a relationship with them and uh, all those kind of things. So um, they pick it up pretty quickly if you do care or you don't care. They do. Yeah. Um, they can smell it from a mile away, I've been told. So <laughs> <laughs> love it. So uh, as we we're talking about early on in the, uh, in the interview, you and I run the social committee at our school. Have you enjoyed doing this role? I know you've pretty much been doing it since you've been at Spessy. Is that correct? I think I have, Todd. Yeah, you and I have been uh, doing it. I reckon this might be our fifth year uh, we're going into now. So not too far away from the gold watches. But uh, yeah, it's, it's something that, that I love doing. You know, it's always been something I've liked doing even before I started teaching, you know, organising events and things like that and considered getting into that sort of side of, of a career but didn't end up doing that but uh yeah it's something that i think everyone thrives from and man you do a fantastic job on the social committee and it's always great to be by your side organizing those events yeah no it's been good fun it's been uh unfortunately i wasn't able to join with you initially i had to uh wait my wait my turn to jump on board but it has been has been great to be involved and do it with you you've always got some great ideas about social kind of stuff that we can do, social events, social functions, and those kind of things, which we'll have a bit of a chat about. But um, and then, but yeah, really focusing on that well-being and the staff morale. You do a wonderful job in that area. Yeah, same to you, Todd. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they can get rid of us. That's the problem at the moment. Well, I don't know. If it, I'm not sure if it's not others putting their hand up, or is it just uh, that they? Yeah, they don't want to. I guess follow in the footsteps of Mr. Broadbent and Mr. Hartney. I'm not sure. <laughs> We'll go with the second one. <laughs> um, so what do you think the importance of having a social committee in your school is and then also having kind of social events as well? Yeah, like you touched on, first of all, I guess the staff well-being is something that's huge. Um, if, you, if your staff aren't happy to school, you know, I'm not really sure that's going to be a great thing for anyone involved. So having those things to, I guess, look forward to, you know, outside of school, you, know, you might be going out for dinners or, you know, going to the footy or something like that together or staff brekkies that you and I do a couple of times a term and, you know, little things like the warm and fuzzies that we've done in the past. Uh, it's just something that I guess helps people get through their day a little bit more. And, and if people are having a hard day, they've got those things that I guess they can look forward to and, and yeah, just continue to build those relationships with their coworkers, which is, which is really important. Yeah, and I guess, for example, in our school, we do a lot of team planning, we do a lot of uh, PD and staff meetings and those kind of things. We are together quite a lot. 
and I guess we do, do form those friendships and those connections along the way. So as you're mentioning, I think there is that real importance of also having those social events and opportunities to actually catch up outside of work and not just talk work all the time and focusing on yeah. that, which is a really important thing, but also having that opportunity to catch up socially and just have a have a drink or have a meal or as you're saying, go to the footy or something like that. It is really important, that's for sure. It is great. Yeah. And I think, yeah, those professional relationships are fantastic and, and it's and it's nice to be able to let your hair down a little bit when you're outside of work and and get to know people what they what they do outside of their work and and, and that's something that we uh, probably do really well at our school. Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned some of these just before, but do you want to tell some of the social events that we've done with the staff this year or in previous years as well? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, like I touched on before, staff brekkies, so we'll, we'll organise that. Um, you and I are out in the barbecue while it's still dark at, you know, 7.30 in the morning, cooking some eggs and bacon for the staff. We've got one of those coming up this week. You know, in the past, we've done things like progressive dinners or we've, we've you know, got a uh, train down to you know wherever an hour from where we are to to go down to a restaurant and have a couple of drinks out of Benio. Um, things like warm and fuzzies that uh, you played a major role in in organizing which is uh, essentially where you have like a mystery person that they don't know that you're you know doing kind things for them for for a week or two over the course of a term Christmas party is always a good one um, unfortunately it's been a dry event in the past but we might have to make some sort of adaptation to that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Love it. And I guess, yeah, some of the, like I know, like we've done the coffee van the last couple of years on a Friday, which we have some staff come out and we can have a bit of a Friday chat, get before we get our coffee. I know probably one of the most popular ones, which we only just started this year, we did that amazing race, which was, of course, yes. um, yeah, it was really, really popular as well. I know how much the staff loved it, particularly couple of the past guests in Adam Tanner and Daniel Francis who ended up winning. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen two more competitive men ever. Well, they were very modest in uh, in victory as well, which is a which is a real hat off to them type moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of those ones you mentioned. It's just I think it's just important to have those little opportunities every kind of two or three weeks where we have a bit of an opportunity to catch up and do something a bit more outside of school and not focusing so much on school as we we're saying before. I know we tried and had a, a bit of a flat out kind of period during COVID, just trying to keep that connection available. And now you did yeah. like some awesome stuff, an online trivia night. And we had a Padlet page where people were uploading different things they were doing at home and we had some different challenges. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's been yeah really important at our school. And I think that's helped with our culture as well, that we've had those social events, that's for sure. I definitely agree. And mentioning that that we've just talked about, what do you think is the importance of really focusing on staff well-being and staff morale for the culture of your school? Well, I think when when people ask me, you know, where it is I work and and if I enjoy it, uh, one of the first things I say is, you know, I, I love working there because I love coming to work and being, you know, around those people. Because I think if if you don't get along with your co-workers, it makes it for a pretty a pretty miserable job in no matter what industry you're in. So having that, I guess that. Uh, those great relationships and that trust in each other to, you know, to do your job, but also, you know, have fun at the same time um, outside of school. And uh, it just, it just, yeah, it makes it such a pleasant place to be. And I think that, you know, it really shows, you know, you're, you're walking around the schoolyard and having a bit of a chat to whoever you see, no matter who the staff member is from looking in from the outside, just from someone else, I'm sure that they'd see that we are a really close tight knit staff. 
Yeah, exactly right. And I think prime example is we've had a few staff retire recently and they've mentioned that they've gone to other schools and um, been involved in other schools, but yeah, they don't. And I guess it's hard for us. We haven't been to another school or worked another school, but they've always mentioned that how much the specie way and the specie culture um, with all the social events and all the different things we do for staff wellbeing is really important. So yeah, I couldn't agree more with what you were saying there, Joe. Yeah. So if listeners don't have a social committee or they don't run social events in their school, have you got any strategies to suggest how they could potentially get started or anything like that or build social functions and staff morale in their school? Yeah, I think just, I think we, you and I might have started it when we started a few years ago, just things like, you know, organising a Friday night, you know, dinner, go out to, to a pub or something and have a few drinks and and that kind of thing is always good. And then once you sort of, I guess, had that buy-in from staff, it makes it a lot easier, which is what we have now. Um, I know I've spoken to people from other schools who they say they sort of don't have that buy-in in a way, but I guess just making sure you, you're making it really enjoyable for the people who are going there and, you know, make them want to come is something. It's a bit of a chicken and egg situation, but um, that's where I'd start. Yeah, excellent. You've kind of mentioned this, Joe, but the importance of having some close friendships with your work colleagues. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, and I probably touched on it a little bit before, but it just, yeah, because work's such a massive part of, of our lives, you know, we're spending, you know, upwards of, you know, eight hours there a day on there, you know, 12, 15 hours, some days, some days at school, I know, first to, first to arrive and last to leave, as you know, Todd. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just, if, if you're not enjoying the place you work, it, yeah, you're not going to, you know, it's going to be a huge part of your life that you're not enjoying, so having those relationships with with staff that you can, you know, turn to friendships is something that is, yeah, it's really, really important. Yeah, again, I couldn't agree more with you there. I know I had Michael Minnis on last week and he just said, like, the importance of enjoying your job. Like, you're there a long amount of time and you work there for a long amount of time. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, there's no point being there. And I think I love teaching and love working with the kids, but I also love going to work because of the close relationships I do have and, as you're kind of saying earlier the staff room chats and all those kind of things and hearing about everyone uh, what they're up to and all the things they're doing so yeah couldn't agree more exactly right mate so most years you've had a student teacher or you've um, over the last couple of years do you enjoy having student teachers I know you've just got one this week and she's just started this week and what advice would you give student teachers to have a successful practicum great question Todd can I applaud you on that for a start yeah, so I, do, I really do enjoy having student teachers and, and it's probably one of the reasons I became a teacher is because I get, you know, I get enjoyment of teaching people things. So I always thought when I was a student teacher, when I am a teacher down the track, I want to, you know, take people on and make sure that they have a good practicum and then get as, as much out of it as they can because I think personally going on teaching rounds or teaching practicums are a lot more valuable than the book work you're doing at, at uni. Sorry to any universities listening, but uh, some advice for people or um, pre-service teachers would just be, I guess, don't be afraid to, to make mistakes. Just get in and, and give it your best go. Try not to sit back for too long because while you might be there for a few weeks, you know, a week passes and you haven't done a lot of, a lot of stuff, you know, in the classroom, it's a third of the practicum gone. So just get in, make sure you're, you're not afraid to make mistakes, but in saying that, make sure you're taking on feedback from the, from the person who, um, I guess, is your mentor. Um, that's something that, that's really important. 
yeah, excellent. Great advice. And I think that is an important one. Just get involved as much as you can help out. Like I think back to when you were a student teacher, Joe, I think that was the, the great thing for you. After you finished your practicum, you then st continue to stay involved and continue to help out. And I'd send you a text about helping out with PE and an event that we were having or whatever it might be. And you're always the first one to say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think, yeah, great advice there, but also once your practicum finishes, I think it's important to, if you can, try and stay involved, try and help out, build your brand because, yeah, eventually you're going to need to get a job and word of mouth is so important as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think for me personally, the things you said, you know, doing some stuff, uh, just helping you out when you're in phys ed, when I was still at uni, and then I think that you might have put in a good word for me. Uh, hopefully it was a good word, Todd, but, uh, I, and I'm guessing that your, your, uh, you know, your word would have gone a long way. So yeah, uh, those things are really are important. Always a good word with you, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it is really important uh, because I think if we go back to the people that are working at our school, a lot of them have done teaching rounds, a, a large amount. I was one as well that have done teaching rounds at our school. So that word of mouth and doing a great job at your practicum plays, plays a big part in you getting a job. That's for sure. It definitely does. So if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice when you were a first year teacher, what would you say to yourself? Whew. It's a bit of a whirlwind that first year, isn't it? You almost, almost hardly remember a thing because you're just on your feet the whole time. I guess just go back and, and just take on as much advice as you can, you know, watch other people teach. Uh, similar to what I said before, don't be afraid to make mistakes and the old cliche, just, you know, trust the process, I guess, because it does get easier and yeah i guess obviously the, the the more you learn we're lifelong learners like you and i always say todd one of our favorite expressions the longer you're around the more you're going to learn so yeah don't don't be too um hard on yourself if things aren't going so well right from the get-go um and yeah stick at it yeah love it awesome and do you have a goal for the future joe i think i was speaking to you about this a while ago todd for the time being i'm happy being in the classroom if any leadership positions were to come up, I would I would think about it depending on what the role was. But yeah, look, I'd, I'd rather be in a classroom role at the school where I'm at the moment rather than in a leadership role at another school. And that just goes to show how much I enjoy working where we are at the moment. Yeah, and I think you think back to why you decided to be a teacher, a lot of it is because you enjoy being in the classroom and working with the kids. So I yeah. totally understand how you feel in that scenario, that's for sure. Yeah. And what's one teaching resource you couldn't live without? Uh, we're really lucky at our school. We have MacBooks and I'm hoping that that will stay that way for a long time to come. And I just think with the, uh, the technology we have at the school with like the Apple TVs, so we can airplay anything straight away without any cords. It's a great teaching tool. We use it a lot in things like shared reading. You know, if we, we can put a text up on the board or in showing, you know, educational videos and things like that powerpoints it just makes it a lot easier and it's, it's probably something that i think would be pretty hard to you know not to have with you every day even you know things like printing straight away from your laptop it just makes it makes everything a lot easier i don't think it would be as straightforward without one i'm not really sure how people went about it before they had one to be honest with you todd yeah, I was just thinking about that then. I would actually like to see how we'd all cope without a computer for the day. I wonder how we'd actually go teaching-wise. It would be it would be an eye-opener for some people, probably me included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure actually how I'd... I don't know if I would actually be able to cope. 
Uh, no, well, we're, we're resilient. We're flexible in this role. So I'm sure we would, Todd, but it, it would make it a lot harder. <laughs> I probably would have put my hand up to have a day without it when I was in remote learning, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely overused them then. But uh, I don't think we had much other choice, really. Rather, we couldn't really go around to the students' houses and teach from there. So that was the only, only choice we had. <laughs> Love it. Well, awesome job. We're going to finish off with a little bit of a game, if that's okay, Joe. I love games, Todd. I do know you'd love games, so I thought you'd be fine about this. This is called One Word with Todd, so it's just a word association game, first thing that comes to your mind. Certainly. Let's play. Awesome. First one is coffee. Bean. Love it. Uh, Teaching. Classroom. Staff meeting. Enjoyable. Yard duty. Fun. I do see you are always having a bit of fun on yard duty. I normally switch with you here and there, mate. That's great. Always great to get amongst the kids out there and have a bit of a game with them. Uh, holidays? Uh, great. Sorry, I was a bit slow on that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're slowing up. Uh, staff room? Banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, professional learning or PD? Worthwhile. Social functions? Great fun. I've got one more for you here. You have to pick out of the two, okay? Okay. So United Cricket Club or the North Melbourne Football Club? Which one are you having? <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, had you have asked me in uh, the late 90s, I probably would have leaned towards the other option, but I'm going to have to go with uh, the United Cricket Club. Fair enough. I thought you may pick that at that current stage. Maybe if the, the Kangaroos were sitting maybe in the top four, that's right if nick larky keeps booting goals for fun they uh might go a little bit better next year we'll see how we go todd well if it means we have to listen to the north melbourne song as the kids have to come in for lunch and recess i might pass well how many rounds have we got left i think we've got two rounds to go i'm hoping we can steal a win in those next two weeks because i'm i'll be playing the uh the mighty ruse theme song over the speakers for the rest of the term if we get one (laughs) love it uh, great job with uh, one word with Todd there. I'll give you the win there, Joe. So uh, well done. Thank you. I think some of my answers are a little bit basic, Todd, but uh, yeah, the old brain probably isn't working as well after a full day's work. Uh, no, I loved it. It was uh, just clean, precise, fantastic, as you always are, Joe. Well, thank you very much, Todd. Same to you. And that is actually the end of the Toddcast. So, Joe, thank you so much for coming on today onto the Toddcast. It was great getting to chat with you a really close mate, but also a great colleague to work with. So yeah, it's been wonderful to have you on and talking about your career so far. It's been great to see how you've developed and improved as a teacher from when you were on teaching rounds and and now into your, uh, as you were mentioning, your sixth year. So keep up the awesome job. And yeah, I really enjoy doing all the social functions and all those kind of fun things with you. We always uh, have a bit of fun as well, which is what it's all about. So yeah, it's been wonderful to have you on the Toddcast today. Of course. Thanks very much for having me, Todd. I've really enjoyed myself today. And yeah, right back at you with all those things you've said. It's been great working alongside you, seeing you around the place and, you know, giving you a little cheeky comment every time I see you about the Ds, especially after the weekend. It's always uh, always good value. Yeah, I'm regretting that we had a social function for a Collingwood <laughs> Melbourne game, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't think we'd be going down to a North Melbourne game. It'd be pretty easy to seek though, at least. Yes, very true. (laughs) And uh, I think it's a birthday tomorrow, isn't it, Mr. Hartney? 
It is uh, the, yeah, the big 22 tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to that one. So yeah, obviously I was a bit of a whiz kid, started teaching when I was, uh, what, 16? Uh, no, yeah, last year of my 20s, Todd starts tomorrow. So better make the most of it. Yes, exactly right. So it's all downhill after there. Well, that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. Well, have a great day. This isn't being posted out uh, until Wednesday, but uh, have a great day tomorrow for your birthday. I'll, I'm sure we'll, it will all look after you tomorrow at work. No worries. You might even let me add the hip hips in the song in the staff room tomorrow. I'm sure I'll allow you to do that for sure. <laughs> no, thank you so much for coming on joe i'll let you go and uh yeah all the best for the rest of the year not a problem mate thanks for having me and uh, all the best with the toddcast the teacher podcast thanks mate see you later and that is the end of the 26th episode of the toddcast the teacher podcast hopefully you enjoyed having joe come on today it was wonderful hearing about his teaching career to date and all the wonderful things he's doing in our social committee really focusing on staff morale and building staff well-being within our school I cannot wait for you to join me in a couple of weeks' time for the next episode of the Toddcast. See you later.